0: You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Belinda Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Amen. What an honor to speak to you this morning. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you, Father, as a vessel, a vessel in your hands, Father. May your words be upon my mouth, Father. May your thoughts come from your heart, Father. May what I speak change people's lives, Father, not because of who I am, Father, but because of what you are, Lord. And right now, Jesus, I just acknowledge that everything beautiful that comes from this platform comes from your hand, Father. Every beautiful word, every beautiful song, Father, every beautiful melody, Jesus, it's only because of you, Father. And we acknowledge that we only have one I am in the household of Christ, Lord. And that's you, Jesus. We only have one I am in household of Christ, and that's you, Jesus. We only honor one I am in household of Christ, Lord, and that is you, Jesus. And we just want to come and say as a body, thank you. Thank you for your presence, Father. Thank you for coming into this building made of brick and stone and making it your temple, Father, your place of dwelling, Jesus. And we just want to come and humbly say thank you, Father, for who you are and what you've done already, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen, church. So this morning, I have the privilege to speak to you again. Last week, we started speaking about Moses. And we saw that in Moses' life, what made him beautiful, what made people love him, was the presence of the Lord. We saw that when Moses asked, who am I, he was asking the wrong question. He should have asked, who are you, Lord? Because when we know who God is, our identity becomes clear. Amen. Do you remember that? Then we spoke to young people and we said, young people, your identity is not in your device. Your identity is not in the words of people spoken around you or in circumstances. Your identity is in the question, who are you, Lord? Because as soon as you know who you are in Christ, you will know who you are. And until you know who you are in Christ, you will never know who you are. How many people have I heard say, who am I? Who, what is my destiny? What is my purpose? Have you ever asked those questions? Can I, can I have just a sort of show of hands this morning? I want to tell you, you are who God says you are. You can do what God says you can do. Amen. You are walking with the Lord. And I want to speak this morning, I want to continue in that line, because we ended last week with abiding in His presence. Remember, we said that as Moses came to the bush, the presence of God made the bush beautiful. We said, did you stop on the road on your way to church in Hushfontein and anybody take a photo of a dry bush burning? And we we quantified that nobody had, right? But what made this bush beautiful was the burning never ended. And that's where I got the message for today is abiding in the presence of the Lord. Abiding in the presence of the Lord. Abiding in the fire. Abiding with God. Jesus is the key to every problem. He's a light to every shadow. He's a relief to every sorrow and a blessing to every struggle. Amen. Can I say that again? Jesus is the key to your every problem. Today is prayer line Sunday. We have challenges that we are going to petition before the Lord this morning. Jesus is the key to your problem this morning. Amen? He is the light to your every shadow. Who's had a shadow this week that we need light in? Can I see a show of hands this morning? He is that light that dispels your shadow. He's a relief to every sorrow. And he's a blessing to every struggle. You know, this week I just spoke to the music ministry and I said, you know what, God showed me something so beautiful that the light belongs to God. But you know what, we always say that darkness belongs to evil. But I want to tell you, light belongs to Jesus and darkness belongs to Jesus. In that I mean, in the light Jesus is Lord and in the darkness Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. The darkness does not belong to the evil one. The darkness, nighttime, time, when we go into the evening, when God made the sun and the moon, He said in the evening, I will draw near to you as you draw near to me. You will lay down in perfect sleep. The darkness does not belong to the enemy. Do you hear what I'm saying, church? We often say light belongs to Jesus and darkness belongs to the evil one. I want to tell you, our dark times in the evening, we can draw closest to God than what we've ever drawn before. And what the enemy meant for evil, what the enemy meant to take you out, will be the very thing that God will use to propel you to your next level. But God wants an intimate, personal, abiding relationship with you. Turn to your neighbor say, God wants a relationship with me. You see, church, many times we ask God to bless what we pretend to be. God cannot bless what we pretend to be. God blesses who we are. Just as I am, I come to you, Lord. I come into your presence. I come into your holy of holies and I say you are worthy of it all. I don't come pretending I have it all together ladies we don't have to come with our masks on pretending we've got it together we can come into the presence of the Lord saying God I need you and every tear you cry he places in his bottle because even your tears church do not belong to the enemy can you turn to your neighbor and say God is aware of me Even in our hard times, when we are crying tears and we are saying, God, where are you? God, what are you going to do? God, save me. Those tears do not belong to the enemy church, those tears belong to our Father. Do you cling to Christ in every season, and on every high and on every low? Do you know the continual presence of the Lord? It is said to fall in love with God is the greatest romance. To seek Him is the greatest adventure. And to find Him the greatest achievement. This morning I want to ask you, have you found God? Have you found God? When we worship and you sing, we sing you are worthy of it all. Can you sing you are worthy of it all from a place of knowing who God is? Would you do what is necessary to know the presence of God at every moment? Psalm 91 verse 1 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Can we say that? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Have you noticed it doesn't say he who dwelt? Amen? And it doesn't say he who will dwell in the presence of the Lord. It says he who dwells, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. This is an act of willingness to stay in the territory of God. Church, I want to challenge you this morning. Do you actively stay in God's territory every single moment of every single day of your life? Or are you one of those that dwelt in the presence of the Lord? Or do you go and dwell with Him if you need something? You know, I was asking God, God, who do I use? Who do I use in the Bible to to bring across this word of dwelling in your presence? And last night, the Lord says to me, use Anna. Do you know who Anna is in the Bible? Anna is the prophetess in the Bible and an example of a woman who dwells in the presence of the Lord. Amen? Can we look at Anna this morning? There are only three verses written about her in the Bible. Yet these three verses, we encounter a woman that knows her God. Are you ready to encounter Anna this morning? She heard the voice of God. She knew the voice of God. And she proclaimed the voice of God. This morning, church, I want to ask you, do you know the voice of God? Do you hear the voice of God? And do you proclaim the voice of God? Amen. So let us read Luke 2. Luke 2 from verse 28 to 38. And we start reading about Simeon. Simeon was a prophet in the temple who served with Anna. Amen. And Simeon was a prophet who had a promise from God as well. So we pick up the story in the temple where Simeon is there. And Mary and Joseph and Jesus is coming to the temple to to be dedicated. Amen. So I'm just going to start there. And verse 28, it says, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms. This is Jesus. And he praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation. When you see Jesus, church, you see your salvation. When you see Jesus, church, you see your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nation, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, the the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been set as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your soul. And here comes the next part. Anna, a prophet was also there in the temple. She was a daughter of and from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when she'd only been married for seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshipping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking to Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectedly for God to rescue Jerusalem. In verse 40, it says, There the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom and God's favor was upon him have you ever read the story before three verses about a powerful woman called Anna. the gospel of Luke was written by dr. Luke amen we know Luke was a doctor and actually if you want to read Luke's accounts of what happened you should read John Luke and then you should read Acts because he wrote Luke and acts amen so you should give John a skip sometimes and join those two books together to see the heart of dr. Luke Amen. He wrote it as a book known as a gospel of praise. He wrote it as a book known as a gospel of prayer, but he also wrote it as a book that honors women. It's the only book in the Bible of all the gospels that has the most written about women. Do you know that? Luke. Women are mentioned in Luke over and over and over again. Anna is one of a handful of women in the Bible bearing the title of prophetess. Did you know that? Who knew about Anna this morning? Anna, the prophetess. Can I tell you about other prophetesses in the Bible? Miriam, the sister of Moses. And I've got all the scripture references behind me. If you wanna go and look, at, look and go search the scripture and see that I'm telling you is the truth. Miriam, the sister of Moses, was a prophetess. Deborah was a prophetess. Huldah was a prophetess. Isaiah's wife was a prophetess. And Philip the evangelist's four unmarried daughters were prophetesses. Can you imagine? Anna was one of the last Old Testament prophetesses waiting for the fulfillment of seeing Jesus born. Amen? Anna was from the tribe of Asher. The tribe of Asher. Now Asher was one of Jacob's sons. Did you know that? And on his deathbed, Jacob's prayer for Asher was that Asher's food shall be rich and he shall yield royal delicacies. So Asher obviously had something to do with food, amen? Moses' prophecy for Asher was, your strength will equal your days. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, prophetess Anna, and she comes from the tribe of Asher and she has all these promises in her heart. Don't you think this is significant or a confirmation of who she is? You see, Anna is a biblical example of aging well. We have a beautiful connect group in household of Christ called our eagles. Amen? Our eagles are 70 plus. Can we give the Lord a hand for them? We love our eagles, amen? We love our men and women, our fathers and mothers that have walked the road with us. And we honor them because their input is different from somebody's input that has just left school, amen? So she's a biblical example of aging. In her age, she was mobile, amen? Everybody over 60, she was mobile. She was articulate. She was alert, She was spiritually sensitive, she was discerning, she was generous in heart and full of joy. Does that sound like the future you want when you're aging? All our eagles shout amen. Amen. This is the biblical example of aging. She was a woman who embraced the call of God for her life. When you age, God doesn't change His mind about your calling. God doesn't put down his pencil and say it's over when you reach a certain age. Can I just put that out there? It's not about the young people. It's not about the the older people. It's not about the middle generation people. It's about being a people for God. And until you lay your head down, you still have a destiny to fulfill. Amen? Anna embraced the life God had called her to. Do you embrace the life God has called you to? Or do you survive every day, trying to get through the next 24/7? Can I ask you that again? Do you embrace the life God has given you? Do you embrace the destiny He has given you? Are you grateful for what God has deposited on the inside of you? Her flame burned brighter in her old age than ever before. She walked with God, she heard Him, and she taught others how to draw close to the Lord. Isn't that a beautiful future for somebody who has walked with the Lord, amen? Anna could have become bitter. The scripture says that her husband had died really soon. At about seven years marriage, her husband had passed away. Anna could have become bitter, and she had enough time in the temple to become bitter, amen? Daily in the temple, day and night, But you see, she didn't because she knew that bitterness would cause her to abandon her destiny. I want to tell you this morning, if you are bitter, you will abandon your destiny. If you are bitter, you will abandon your destiny. This is why God says, guard your heart above all. Amen, for out of it flows the issues of life. The best way to heal a broken heart, if somebody has disappointed you, if somebody has walked away from you, if somebody has hurt you, the best way to heal this broken heart is to give God all the pieces. Don't get angry at those that have hurt you. Give God all the pieces. Give Almighty Father everything that happened and trust Him to make this picture beautiful again. Don't allow the enemy to blow out your flame. Don't allow the enemy to blow out your flame. You know, once I spoke to our mentor, our Father in the Lord, and I asked him, what is the one thing I can do as a Christian to finish strong? What can I do if you to give me one thing I can do my whole entire life to finish strong? What would that one thing be? And you know what the prophet said to me? He said, if you can lay your head down at the end of your life offense-free, you've run your race well. When you go lie down at night, church, I want to encourage you, search your heart. Because all the blessing, all the healing, all the deliverance, all the breakthrough that you are seeking is in Jesus. And Jesus says to maintain the healing, the blessing, the breakthrough, we need to maintain our heart's condition. What is your heart's condition at night? Are you lying in bed being angry at those that have hurt you? Or are you giving them to Jesus into the hands that can hold all the pieces and make everything beautiful? Don't allow the devil to blow out your flame by causing your heart to get offended. The next thing Anna did, she spent a lot of time in the temple. She didn't just go to the temple, but she lingered in the temple. She dwelt with God in the temple, loving the Shekinah glory of the Lord. We sang about the Shekinah glory this morning. You know what Shekinah means? The dwelling, lingering, settling presence of the Lord. Do you love the Shekinah glory of the Lord? She marinated her soul in the things of God. I want to ask you this morning, is your soul marinated in the presence of the Lord? Because the presence of the Lord, just like you marinate food, like you marinate a piece of meat, the presence of the Lord softens what only the presence of the Lord can do. Amen? Hannah was passionate about her faith and her relationship with the Lord. Are you passionate about your faith and your relationship with the Lord? Her lifestyle was to wait on the Lord. I can just see her in the temple waiting on the Lord. I can just see her in the temple waiting on the Lord. I can just see her in the temple saying, God, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Father, I love you. I can just see her in the temple saying, Lord, your will, but not my will. Lord, your way, but not my way. I can just see her in the temple. Can you see Anna in the temple? You see, church, her lifestyle was to wait on the Lord. Her lifestyle was to wait on the Lord. Her lifestyle was not just to come to the Lord when she wanted something. Not to come to God when she demanded something. She waited on the Lord night and day. As she enjoyed the presence of the Lord. It says through her worship, through fasting and prayer. These are spiritual disciplines that every Christian should have. Worship, fasting and prayer. You see Anna's conversations were crystal clear in heaven. Because she dwelt in the presence of the Lord. Anna's conversations were crystal clear in heaven because God knew who Anna was. Amen? He had spent so much time with Anna, but more importantly, Anna knew who God was. Psalm 140 verse 13 says, Surely the righteous will praise your name and the upright will live in your presence. The upright will live in your presence. Anna worshipped from her secret place. Can I ask you this morning, do you worship from your secret place? You see, I told the music ministry, outer court worshipers will never know what belongs to those in the inner sanctuary. If you choose to be in the outer court, you will never know what God has for you in the inner sanctuary. Amen. If you want to linger in the outer court, you will never get to know the depth of who God is, the depth of what God says, and the depth of what God thinks about your situation. Amen. But you know, God has given each of us a choice. He doesn't, He's not a respecter of persons. He doesn't say, my hubby can go into the inner court and I must stay in the outer court. He says, all of you are welcome. Draw near to me. Come, 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 come. You decide to come or not. Amen. Do you you want to be crystal clear in heaven? Those who are the Lord's constant guests know that the nature and the ways of the Lord are different to their nature and their ways. So Anna served in the temple with Simeon, a just and righteous man. A just and righteous man. And at a point in time, Mary and Joseph walk into the temple. And they've come to do the purification offering and to present Jesus. They were coming to dedicate Jesus in the temple. For generations, Simeon and many other people had prayed, God, show us the Messiah. The Holy Spirit had actually revealed to Simeon that he would not die before he had seen the Messiah. Isn't that amazing? Mary and Joseph arrived with baby Jesus to come and make their offering. And yes, Simeon is cradling Jesus in his arms. And he is saying that the solution has come. The solution has come. He praises God and utters a prophecy over him. And at that moment, church, Anna enters the temple and immediately recognizes that this is Jesus, the long-awaited God that they were waiting for. How did Anna know this was Jesus? Have you ever asked yourself that question? There were many children being dedicated in the temple. How did Anna know this was Jesus? Can I tell you? Anna was so soaked in the presence of God that when Jesus was brought into the temple, she recognized him. Anna was so soaked with the presence of God that when they brought Jesus into the temple, your heart connected with him. Are you so soaked with the presence of God that if God had to walk into your room today, that you would recognize him? Anna and Simeon had conversations with Mary and Joseph and encouraged them in raising this unique child. Anna, the prophetess, had seen the Father. And after that, her devotion was to go and tell everyone that would listen about Jesus. Amen? She became the first missionary in the Bible. She'd met Jesus as a baby, along with the angels, along with the shepherds, along with with Simeon, along with all these beautiful people. She had the opportunity to meet Jesus. Anna saw the redemption of the world wrapped up in a cloth in the arms of Simeon. And can you imagine how her heart must have resonated when she declared, I've seen the Father. I want to ask you this morning, have you seen the Father? You want to come to prayer line today, you want healing, deliverance, breakthrough, but do you know the person giving you the healing, the deliverance and the breakthrough? Or are you just coming for another fix? Can I say these things, ladies? Are you ready for this? Because you know what? It's coming to a time where God is calling His true worshipers, His true followers, His true disciples to walk with Him. Amen? Time for playing is over. It's time to get back into the presence of the Lord. It's time to get back into the presence of the Lord. It's time to get back in the presence of the Lord. It's time to take off your jacket of me and putting on jacket of Jesus Christ. Amen? It's time to say, God, your will and not my will. It's time to say, God, your way and not my way. It's God to say, your opinion, God, not my opinion. You see, but we don't take the time to go linger in the presence of God. We don't take the time to go soak up who God is. But you know what? As a sponge, the more we soak up God, the more we can give God. We come out of his presence and we can touch a life and change a life, not just meet a life, amen? It's time to stand up and teach our young people, young people in the house, go to God. Go to God. God has the solution for all your problems. Amen. The device is not the solution. God is the solution. Amen. What the world says about you, what your friends say about you, that is not the solution. God is the solution, amen? Our young people will stand up and become a strong nation and start walking like God says they must walk, amen? If God could choose a young king at the age of 6 and 16, he can choose a young man and a young woman at the age of 6 and 16, Amen? amen? And we will not walk like the world walks, we will not speak like the world speaks, we are not going under, we are not depressed, we are not going down and we do not want to take our lives. We are going to stand up as a young generation and start roaring like the lion that you are meant to be. Amen. I'm so frustrated in my spirit that the world is saying that the young people belong to them, they do not. They belong to God. God, the same presence that rests on a person in their 20s and 30s rests in a person in their 16s. Amen? The same identity that rests in a person on their 20s and 30s rests on a child of 16. Amen? The same God, the Almighty Creator of the universe, the first and last, the beginning and the end, rests in the hearts of our young people. And we as a church are not going to sit down and take let the devil take our children out. Amen? Our children will walk like those who know their God. Our children will have their identity in who God says they are. Amen? They will not have their identity in the world. They will not have their identity in the world. The world will not determine where our children will be going. Amen. Anybody with children in the house, can I hear the loudest amen I've ever heard in this house? Amen. Amen. The devil will not take our children. Amen. They will live to declare the goodness of the Lord in this land. Amen. They will live and give life to other teenagers. They will live and declare "There's there's hope. 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 I have found a hope. Amen. They're going to live and say, I have the hope, I have the solution, I have Jesus. And guess what? You can have him too. Amen? And our children will stand up, and the next generation will take the church of Jesus Christ into this world even more than what we've taken the church. We are not sitting down and allowing the world to take our children because of a virus called COVID. Amen? Amen? COVID is not your identity, young person. COVID did not destroy your future. COVID did not destroy your destiny. COVID is not written over your heart. But you know what's written over your heart? You are mine. And you know who wrote that message? Jesus Christ. In conclusion, we see from Anna that Anna's success was in her choice to serve God and remain in His presence. What made Anna incredible was her choice to remain in God's presence. This morning, I wanna challenge you, remain in God's presence. Remain in God's presence. Anna was a wife, a widow, a worshiper, a witness, and a woman of the word. Anna pressed through the crowd. She pressed through her loss. She pressed through her pain and held on to the hand of Jesus. This morning, I want to tell you there is a blessing in abiding in His presence. There is a blessing in remaining in His presence. There is a blessing in getting the Shekinah glory of God all over you. Every time when you come, you can be anywhere and you can just say, Jesus. And He's there. Young people at school, when you are feeling overwhelmed, Just say, Jesus, and I promise you, he will be there. In your workplace, say, Jesus, and I promise you, he will be there. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, 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 help us, Father, to understand that our lives depend upon dwelling in your presence, Lord. Our lives depend upon not a once-off moment with you on a Sunday, Father. Our lives depend upon soaking in your presence daily, Father. I pray for your church, Lord. I pray for your bride. I pray for your body, Father. And I ask you, Lord, place a desire in our hearts to draw near, Father. Place a desire in our hearts to want you more and more and more and more, Jesus. Thank you, Father, that like Anna, we will come into your presence, Father. And just enjoy the beauty of who you are, Father. The beauty of your presence, the beauty of your grace, the beauty of who you are, Lord. And this morning as a body, we come and we repent, Lord. We say we are sorry, Father, for neglecting our soaking times in your presence, Father. Forgive us, Holy Spirit, for only needing you when we need something, Father. For only reaching out to you when when we need healing or breakthrough or deliverance, Father. Thank you, Father, that this morning a flame will burn in your people's hearts, Father. A fresh fire, not just to come to you, Father a fresh fire to linger with you father to linger in your presence to linger in who you are to linger in what you've done in Jesus mighty name while everybody's heads are bowed I want to ask you maybe you're in the building this morning and you say I don't even know this God you are speaking about never mind lingering in his presence If that's you this morning and you want to give your heart to the Lord, I want to ask you to pray this simple prayer with me. If you feel lost, if you feel broken, if you feel invisible, if you feel not good enough, guess what? You've just qualified for the grace of God. Because God doesn't look at the strongest. God doesn't look at the wisest. God doesn't look at those that run the fastest. God loves the underdog. God loves those that cannot do it in themselves. God loves those that are seeking Him. So if that's you this morning, I want you to pray with me and say, Heavenly Father, I come before you this morning and I ask you, come into my world, Lord. Come into my heart, Father. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Father. I need you, Holy Spirit. I believe you died on the cross, Lord. And I believe you stood up again, Father. I give you control of my life. I give you all the pieces of my heart. Make me whole again, Jesus. I give you all the pieces of my heart. Make me well again, Jesus. I give you all my insecurities, Father. I give you every part of me, Lord. I place it in the hands of the Almighty. Have your will and have your way. Can you pray after me and say, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Enter my soul, Lord. My soul stands ready for you. Put an end to everything that's not of you, Lord, and bring to light everything beautiful. From your hand. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Father. I love you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.